Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast. I'm sorry, sincerely from the bottom of my heart, I apologize for not being consistent this week with the podcast. I know some of you guys have been asking me to make another episode, but here I am today, this morning on Friday, right before Shabbat Agadol, and I'm so excited to bring you guys a lot of fun today. So I'm going to name today's podcast Recipe for Greatness, The Recipe for Greatness, because I'm starting to really manifest and grow and understand what greatness is. And I'm going to share with you guys the following thoughts. Greatness is when you accept the responsibility of who you're intrinsically meant to become. So a couple months ago when I decided I'm going to start making these videos, that was the moment that I accepted the responsibility. You know, like a lot of people, they have, you know, a multitude of problems in their lives. And you can say emotional problems such as depression or anxiety, or fear, nervousness, nervousness, you know, fidgeting in their personality, like a lot of emotional problems and and just a lack of being calm. And then there are the other problems in life where you have financial problems, health problems, and just this, this massive, you know, there's, there's so many things that can go wrong in your life. But what I discovered is a person is a vessel, right? And vessels comes vessels come in many different shapes and sizes, and the water that which is the blessing, which is which is technically the Torah, my Torah, that comes into your vessel. And by the way, no no one size fits all. The water fills up any size of the vessel. And when you accept responsibility for who you're meant to become, you're in a way letting the cover off of the vessel. When you say, you know, Hashem. I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be who I'm meant to become. I don't want to be great. I don't want to, you know, go around and 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 make these videos, shalom, and and not, you know, pursue my passion and pursue what I love to do. I just want to be average. Then Hashem cannot give you the blessings that He wants to give you. Hashem is not stingy. Hashem is not cheap. Hashem is not Persian. Sorry. <laughs> Hashem wants to give you as much as He can give you. Hashem wants to give you worlds upon worlds, but you just have to accept the, the, the responsibility for it. And obviously, with great power comes great responsibility. That's about, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, this, this, is, this is the way it is. And what, what, what helps you accept responsibility? Following the Torah, following what you're meant to do. And for guys, it starts with stopping to waste seed. Like I say a million times, sexual promiscuity, it will lead you to poverty, not just poverty, you know, financially, but poverty of the mind. And with women, modesty is super, super, super important. Like, like I said, the, the, the Pasuk says, A modest woman to a righteous man and an immodest woman to a wicked man. A woman is defined by her modesty level, not her righteousness level. She's not defined by how much Torah she learns or how much Tehillim she reads. She's defined by how modest is she inside and out. That is the whole purpose of a woman because women need to recognize that they're daughters of kings and that they're so beautiful and that they need to understand that. And when they understand that their father is a king and they're a princess, it's going to be a lot easier for them to be modest because a, a, a princess doesn't flaunt her body. A princess saves herself and knows her value. You know, last night, I just have to say, was 
completely crazy and it's just another example of me accepting responsibility for who I believe I'm meant to become. I, I, I get a text message from someone that's driving the rabbi saying that Rabbi Yitzchak Yosef Ovadia is in B'nai Yosef. So right away, I run to B'nai Yosef. I get there. I walk in, I see him, and I see him standing there. And I think to myself, okay, I need to get him on an interview for one minute. Like, I'm not, I'm not leaving until I get that. I have, to, I have to do it. This is my calling. What do I do? I start to think. I start to think. And like he's giving his class. I'm like, okay, okay. Let me, let me find someone who's close to him. So I see police. And I see some guy in showroom uniform. I go up to him, talk to him. And he leads me to someone else. Someone else leads me to someone else. Finally, we get to the secretary of the rabbi. I'm talking to the secretary. You know, I, I, I make videos. Um... Can you help me get in with the with the rabbi? And he said, show me what you do. I showed him. He's like, wow, beautiful. Okay, come to this address. After the after, come to this address, we'll be there in 25 minutes. So I go to the address, and <laughs> when I get there, it was a lot longer than 25 minutes. It was about an hour and a half. We had to wait. But I ended up meeting Harry Ajmi. For those of you who don't know. He's a very, very big philanthropist, and there's a lot of chesed around the Syrian community in Brooklyn, and he's a very special person. And obviously, one thing, one connect leads to another connect, and when you put yourself in the right places, you meet the right people. And that's why you cannot chase good people, rather you have to attract them by becoming a good person. You see, I didn't leave my house saying, oh, I wanna meet Harry, and I wanna meet, and I wanna, you know, Etc. Like I left my house saying I want to do a video with the rabbi for Kali Israel. That's my intention. And with that good intention, other good things came out of it. So I met Harry and we spoke, and he's an amazing guy. We're gonna do we're gonna do content together, and we're gonna do a podcast, and that's it was really really a lot of uh, fun. And I think he's gonna be great content. He's a very big. Uh, uh, he's very learned in Torah also. He's knows a lot about life in the world has a lot of life experience and I love talking to these types of people because they really you know they've been through it all people people that go to work to make a living these people go through beatings every day you should know that and don't ever obviously the highest thing to do is to learn Torah all day yes 100% but people that really go to work every day to make a living they take they, they take a beating every day and I see it myself it's 100% you're feeding a family. You constantly have a fear of what if the bills are not paid. Obviously, you have to work on your emunah bitachon. That will make things a lot easier for you. But nonetheless, it's, it's, it's a very, very hard challenge. And um, and they're you know they're they're paying for everything. So you know they definitely deserve a lot of respect. Um, so yeah, we met, we spoke. All of a sudden, like all the you know the police commissioner came and. All these like important people in Brooklyn came in there, and then there's me sitting there. Like, yeah, I'm just a 22 year old that makes videos, and this, and it, it reminded me of something that I read in a book. Um, what was it? It said this book by Natalie Horowitz. I think it's called You Reborn or something like that. Very good book. You remastered. It's called You. Just type in You Natalie Horowitz. He said, you know, there's always that room that successful people go to. Whether it's like a panel or like that meeting, like there's always going to be that one room where all the successful people are going to attract to. Let's say a big rabbi comes to town, or let's say a big meeting has to happen, 
all, all the all the top people are gonna be and the important people are gonna be in that room because they're people that get things done. They're people that have power, they have connect, they have uh, resources. And last night I'm like, I'm in this room now. Like I, I made it to this room at such a young age. And it's crazy even just like saying that and like thinking about that. It's like, wow, like look how far, like look, look at what making videos in my basement got me to. Like I'm, I'm about to interview the possibly Gadol Hador of Yitzchak Yosef Ovadia. That's cr- like he's the author of the Yalkut Yosef. That's crazy. And I just met all these amazing people. And actually part of them even knew who I was already, which is amazing. And Harry was great. And we made the video and I left like on cloud nine. I was like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. I couldn't stop laughing. I just was so happy. I ran to Borough Park and I met up with uh, Shlomi Zion. So the video is up on my Instagram now, uh, Hasidl. Um, he, he went viral online making the Shabbat videos the, and he's a very, very inspiring guy showing a different light, a different perspective to the Jewish world for the world to see at large. So now that storytelling is over, Tachlis, what do we need to do, guys? You know, depression is when you choose to focus in the past and anxiety is when you choose to focus in the future. If you really want to grow, if you really want to hit goals, you got to focus in the present moment. And even though sometimes a lot of very strong feelings may hold you down or you may not believe in yourself, you need to constantly choose the, the present moment. While you may need, you need while, while you may think you need a therapist, some people, for some people, therapy is great. Don't get me wrong. But when I, I heard Rav Noah Weinberg say in a class that a person doesn't need a therapist, they, they really need to just learn how to think for themselves. And when you can learn how to think for yourself and to hit your problems head on and to write things down and to really get by it, then you don't need a therapist. A therapist is someone who's just going to bounce your thoughts off of you and kind of structure them a little bit. But if you really know how to, how to be independent and how to think for yourself and you know what you love to do and you go for it because there's no, there's no reason not to go for what you love to do. Go for what you love to do because this is your calling. You know, you're, you're, this is your purpose screaming out to you saying, hey, I, wanna, I really want to, I don't know, I really want to do this in my life. Go for it. There's no such thing as fear. Fear is in your mind. Like, okay, like... It's just doing a certain thing, going to a certain place, being in a certain room, going to a certain country, like whatever, whatever. I, like, there's nothing that can, there's nothing that should hold you back. There's nothing that can hold you back from doing anything because it's all. The only thing that holds you back is yourself and your mind. It, it, your mind can put so much pressure and so much load on on something that that doesn't exist. Because the reality is that you can do anything. Hashem is with you every step of the way. And I feel, I, I see that in my life, 100%, that Shem is just, like, sometimes people ask me, like, oh, what are you going to do next, or whatever, and I just, I tell people, like, I don't know, I, I, I really don't know, like, I, I'm saying, I'm just a slave, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, you know, like, wherever Hashem wants me to be, He'll put me there, where He needs me to be, He'll put me there, if He wants me to meet someone, then He'll put them in my path, I just got to show up. I just got to constantly keep doing good and choosing good and Hashem will hook it up for me. If I choose bad, then Hashem won't hook it up for me. So that's just how it is. 
you know, you make good decisions for yourself and you end up in, in, in the right places, you know? So that's why, you know, people that want to open up their own businesses and, and try new ventures and try new things, that's really what makes you feel good because that's your calling. You don't have to work for someone else. You don't have to be like second class in life. If you want to work for someone else, fine, I'll be it. But I'm saying in your life, when it comes to like, when it comes to structuring your life and planning it for the future, you really got to do what you love. You really got to do what you want to do. If you love to be a janitor, Hashem can send you the money you're meant to make as a janitor. If you really want to be, you know, a successful businessman, then Hashem will send you that money there too. But Hashem is not limited by means to send you your money. Hashem is not limited to anything. When it comes to emotional, that's that's in our control. We can choose to be happy every moment of the day. We can always choose to smile. We can always, through, through, through any situation, we can always choose, I want to smile right now. I want to be happy. I don't want to retaliate against Hashem. I don't want to be a rebel. I want to accept Hashem. I want to accept Hashem. I want to accept the Torah. And I want to do my best. And that's when, that's when a person comes closer to Hashem. When they say, I want to do my best. Not when you overload yourself. Say, I want to, I'm going to do my best. And, and nobody is going to tell me what to do. Obviously, you get yourself a rabbi. And you work things out. But you, you say, Hashem, I want to do my best to come closer to you. I want to be close to you, but it's hard for me because of my circumstances, let's say, or because of my situations, let's say. But you tell Hashem, I want to be close to you because this is every this is everything in life. The only thing that exists that's real in this world is Torah. The only thing that exists is Torah. And there's so much Torah that we can know. You know, there was once a rabbi, uh, I think... How does it go? Like, I forgot his name, but they asked him, like, how much Torah knowledge do you think you know? Like, they tried to, like, see how much does he know. And he, and this is, maybe, I think this was maybe Rashi. Someone huge, like, you know, hundreds of years ago, huge. And, he, and back in the day, they used to write, they used to write their books with, they would take that feather, I think it's called a quill or something, and they would dip it in ink, and that's how they would write. So he said, if you could, if you could dip the feather, the quill, in the ink and let drops fall off of it before I write on the paper and you allow the big drops to go, meaning you know how when you first make something wet, there's big drops, you allow the big drops to go and you leave, for, and you leave that last, last drop of ink that like when it's really barely falling off, that is equal to how much Torah I know. That last ink dropping off. That is that that is equal to the, the amount of Torah I know. A, in an ocean. In an ocean. So imagine that for a second. A little piece of... A little drop of ink. It's not even the big drop of, of the quill. In a whole ocean of Torah. An ocean. Imagine the, imagine all the, all the water in the world. I think the world is, what's that? 80% water? 90% water? Like, like there's, there's not a lot of land. There's a lot of ocean. And oceans are huge, you know. Even even you go to you go from one side of the swimming pool to the next, you're out of breath. But just imagine that for a second. And this is like a big rabbi we're talking about. I forgot the name. I think it's Rashi. But like, imagine that for a second. How far are we from 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 knowledge? How far are we? 
I, I think I, I think I also learned that a person could spend a thousand years learning Parashat Bereshit and they won't even like cover anything you can spend a thousand years I think just on the word Bereshit not even the Parashat just the word the first word of the Torah Bereshit you can spend a thousand years day and night learning new interpretations and new ideas and new ways to understand and learn this word so do you know how much there is to learn do you know how far we are and i don't think hashem is ex- is expecting any one of us to become gadolador Obvi- obvious no let me take that back obviously we can all become gadolador if we really try we can do it we can dedicate our lives to it 100 percent. anything is possible but I think what Hashem really wants, I can't say what Hashem wants, but I think what what will really help a person if they can get themselves to a position where they dedicate a tenth of their time to God every single day, which is two hours and 40 minutes of learning Torah. Besides Minyanim. Yes, besides Minyanim. I know that sounds crazy to do, but if you can start with half hour, start with five minutes, start with an hour, I'm saying whatever your level, whatever level you're on. But if you can get to a position where you give a tenth of your time to God every day, that's already going to change your life. Crazily. Like, small details, small decisions is what truly changes a person's life in the long run. And when you choose Hashem over everything, because like I said, guys, you know, you're you're married one day and you get upset at your spouse or something happens. Hashem made the Yetzara, which is the the bad voice in your head and he also created the cure Torah Tavlin when you're married one day and you're gonna come home and you're gonna wanna eat I want food now and she didn't cook because she had a long day and she's tired the only thing that's gonna help you from losing it is learning Torah the Torah is gonna help you I know it might sound crazy but the Torah is gonna help you to go take hummus and pretzel or crackers eat a banana eat some grapes I don't know just some, eat something to relax and even if that's what you eat for the night you know who cares what is it worth it to, to slaughter your wife to slaughter your wife on the spot to, to butcher her because she didn't cook you dinner because she had a long day does that make any sense to you doesn't make any sense right so why do we act that way because we're not thinking right when the person is is not connected to Torah and he's not and he's not learning every day and he's not working on himself he becomes like an animal because we have we have animalistic tendencies and a woman doesn't want to marry an animal as, as rich as he is or as good looking as he is or as much as he might have an animal is an animal and nobody wants to be with someone that's going to put them down and kill their self-esteem all day it's not it's just not it's not like i'm not down you know i, I want to be happy i want to live a good life so either you go fix yourself or i'm out of here and that's 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 like number like fixing your relationship 101 so you understand guys, women want to feel respected, they want to get validated with their words. Don't be cheap with your words with your spouse. Don't be cheap. It's not it's not that hard to give them a nice word. It's not that hard to say something nice. Oh, a little validation, a little nice words to your woman, they're going to be happy. They just want to feel safe. They want to feel that they could be, you know, in in your in under your protection in a way. And that's also financially, they want to feel protected. Every, every woman wants to feel these, these, these things. And the more that you put in the work in the household, is the more that you're going to see the results in your life. The number one segula to get rich, not, not even a segula, it's, it's more so like facts. Like it's, you know, everything that we do, Hashem, Hashem works measure for measure with us. So the more that we, you know, go out of our way for Hashem and do things for Him, is how it, that's how Hashem is going to, you know, go out of his way for us 
And the number one way to do that is just like we learned in the beginning of the creation. Those of you who have not heard this, but you know, Hashem punished the woman when she ate from the Etzadat that she's going to have pain during childbirth and she's also going to have to be subservient Ezra Kenegdo to her husband and the man's punishment is that he's going to have from the from the sweat of his brow he's going to be able to, to to eat so it's very interesting because Hashem says well not Hashem but if the man says I'm going to make it my mission to relieve the woman of her curse and Hashem is going to relieve you of your curse so if you if you make it your your duty to make your woman the happiest girl on the planet and to respect her and give her everything that she you know needs then Hashem is going to relieve you of your curse because or because you know if you were to ask me like what does a relationship look like to me or what's what's the ideal relationship or how to know if someone is the right one I will tell you as follows this is very this is very logical it makes a lot of sense First of all, chemistry. You have to have chemistry. You have to like them. You know, you have to like their their weird parts, and you have to also see. Let's say, like I tell the girl, what are my ambitions and my passions and my goals for my life and my future, and she tells me hers, and we're able to support each other and what we both want. And then that already is clear. That should already make it clear that this is what you should do. Because if you can both agree to where you want to end up in a, in, at the end of your life and you're happy with each other in the moment, then the next step is to, to, to go for it. You know, there's, there's no reason to hold yourself back from not getting married. There's no reason to prolong it. Hashem is going to help you. Just make the right decision with the right girl and go. We need more relationships. We need people to, to become... You know, we need more couples in the world because it helps. Everything helps. Everything is good. And there's too much fear. The men are looking for the wrong girls and they're not using their energy to find the right girls. And the girls, they're not getting these guys, so they have to not become like men. So it's just like a big mishkebabble. It's a very big mishkebabble in the world and it's very sad to see. And this is... The reality of not keeping your, not watching your eyes, and not keeping shmata Forget that. Like people, people got even way worse than that. People got very, very far off. And we, what we need to do is to bring ourselves back. And the number one way to bring ourselves back is to cut off bad friends, stop going to the wrong places, build yourself a life of Torah. Whether you're in the work world or you're in high school, you have to build yourself a life of Torah. You have to build yourself a life where you have time in your day, every single day, morning and night. If it's too hard, just night or just morning. Where you have, where you go to a, a shul and you learn. And if it's if you're a girl, you could bring your friends together. You could bring a rabbi. You could DM me on Instagram. I'll send you any rabbi you want. You know, there's, there's a lot of rabbis in the world that want to do good and they want to help. And there's not enough people that want that want to take advantage of them and, and use them. Not take advantage in that way. I'm saying take advantage of, of the of the privilege and and use the what they're being offered. There's a lot of good that can be done, and it's us that hold things back. So, bezat Hashem, with that in mind, we should only erase the bad from our lives and choose good, because that's what we have to do. That's it. You want a life of meaning. You you want a life of meaning and a life of contentment and to feel fulfilled every day. 
to do what you love. It all boils down to the same thing. Learn more Torah. Just one thing you do today, learn, just learn Torah. Just, just, just immerse yourself in a little bit of Torah and you're going to feel really good about it afterwards, I promise you. Because you're connecting, you're connecting to yourself. That's like the number one thing that you need. And the more that you don't learn, you're going to end up chasing materialism and physicality because, because you, you need to connect to something. But if you don't connect to the right things, then you're going to end up connecting to the wrong things. Because you can't just go stagnant in your life. It doesn't, it doesn't exist. You have to always connect. And the more that we connect to Hashem and connect to Torah, everything will just work out in the end. Like everything will just become blessed and become holy if we just choose to connect to the right things. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. And guys, pick up some Torah. Go learn. All right? It's only going to help you in the end. It's only going to help you. It's only going to help the world. It's only going to help the people around you to be happier. It's going to make, it's going to, it's really going to change your life. I promise you that. Have a great day.